The Crosstalk on WIZM. I'm Mike Hayes. Phil Kirpin is uh, my guest this morning. wanted to talk with him uh, because of his uh, various areas of expertise. The president of uh, American Commitment, by the way, AmericanCommitment.org, in case you'd like to uh, look at more, uh, to, to talk about the president's uh, uh, payback better plan, loan forgiveness, and the issues that it is causing for an awful lot of people who are simply happy to hear, oh, you're going to forgive ten grand off my college loan. That's not enough, but that's a good start. And now more of the details come forward, and there's an awful lot of pu- people that are saying, hey, hey, wait a minute, including a couple of lawsuits. Phil, good morning. What's the status now? Well, we got a, uh, we got a score from the Congressional Budget Office earlier this week. They said that just this first round of... Uh, Debt relief, as the president calls it, or student loan bailouts, as I prefer to call it, are going to cost taxpayers $400 billion. That's billion with a B. Uh, you know, it's about $4,000 for every household in the country. And that doesn't include the changes to income-driven repayments and, uh, you know, future rounds and so forth. So, I mean, the total cost is going to run well over a trillion dollars, I think. And so the question, of course, is, you know, can the president of the United States, States spend $400 billion to a trillion dollars on his own authority, or do we still have a constitution that says that Congress has the power of the purse? Well, it the does. Way that I thought it was supposed to work. Right. A awful lot of people wonder that as well, but it doesn't seem that anybody in Washington has said either out loud or quietly to the president, hey, you can't do that. You got to come to us. So do that, and we'll pass it because, you know, we're Congress and we're in charge and we can override the the Republicans, but you got to do it quickly. Nobody, it seems, has said that. He's still plowing forward all by himself. Right. The uh, you know Nancy Pelosi said about a year ago that the president cannot do that. <laughs> and right. when he announced he was doing it, she said, "Oh, they found a way. It's wonderful. It's great. You know, I support <laughs> it." Um, uh, you're right. I mean, I think it's very disappointing that they're going to pass a bill to fund the government uh, this week that does not stop this giveaway. And, you know, it, it's it's difficult sometimes, you know, as conservatives, as activists who, you know, care about this. You know, and by the way, you know, I say taxpayers, but you know we're not going to pay for it through higher taxes. We're going to pay for it the way we pay for all the spending in recent years through inflation. They just said, print the money. Right. Yeah. <laughs> how are they going to pay for it? And so, you know, we're all going to pay for it in higher prices for everything, which is how we've been paying for all the government spending. And, you know, I, w- I wish that, you know, Republicans in Congress would say, we're not funding the government unless you put language in blocking this. And if that shuts it down, fine. But they're so scared of shutdowns and the way the media covers them that they never attach, you know, real demands, and they always just fund the government at the end of the day, uh, regardless. And so, unfortunately, uh, I'm not sure that Congress is going to stop this. Certainly not with the Democrats in charge. We're not going to have Republicans with the fortitude to stand up to it. Uh, after the election, maybe, if there's strong enough Republican majorities, they'll go to the mat in a fight with the president and demand language on something and stand up to him. But uh, for better or worse, uh, this is probably going to be decided in the courts. And there have been two cases now that have been filed against it. Uh, one was filed in Oregon uh, by a guy who says, I have an adjustable rate mortgage, and if the president does this, it's going to raise interest rates, uh, which will raise the rate on my mortgage, and so I'm suing to stop it. I think the courts probably 
will say that that's not a concrete enough injury to have standing for a federal lawsuit, so that one will probably fail. Uh, the other one that was filed in Indiana is pretty interesting. It, it points out that uh, while the debt forgiveness uh, under this Biden decree is not federally taxable, it is taxable under the Indiana state income tax. And uh, this man said that he he's going to qualify for um, debt relief under a different program, the uh, Public Service Loan Forgiveness Program, that is tax-exempt for Indiana law. So he has no benefit from the Biden decree, but he's going to get a state tax hike of over $1,000 uh, when the thing takes effect. And so he is using that as the basis to have an injury to try to sue to stop the whole thing. Uh, the problem is that because this thing doesn't really exist in any form that can be nailed down, which what I mean by that is there's no actual written executive order, there's no official published guidance document, there's no rulemaking that's been promulgated by the agency. It's just press releases and fact statements. Um, when they filed this lawsuit yesterday, the White House was asked about it, and they said, oh, we'll add an opt-out for people like that. So, you know, <laughs> when you're making it up by the seat of your pants, and there are no program rules, and there's no written documentation and so forth, you can morph it on the fly to try to deal with legal objections as they arise, which is, you know, part of what's so crazy about the way they're doing this, which is, you know, uh, Mike, this is no way to run a $400 billion-plus spending program by, by making up by the seat of their pants sure. with no rules of any kind and, uh, you know, no actual documents with legal force when, we're, you know, we're a week away from when they supposedly are going to start taking applications for this. They said early October. Um, but, you know, because they haven't put any details or any specifics out yet, I think they may be able to morph uh, the rules of their program a little bit to avoid that lawsuit. And so I, I think that at the end of the day, we're going to need states to sue. And in particular, there are two states that have a uniquely strong legal claim against this thing. Those are the states of Missouri and Oklahoma, and that's because their state lending agencies service a lot of federal student loans. And so if the president discharges those federal student loans, those states will lose a lot of money that they use for scholarships and so forth and that kind of thing. And so I think they've got a really good claim uh, if they could be persuaded to sue. So I've been trying to convince those states to take the lead. I do think at the end of the day, eventually, somebody will get a lawsuit that works and it'll get up to the Supreme Court and this thing will be struck down because we just had – you know, we just had a decision in uh, West Virginia versus EPA where they said on a question of major significance, Congress needs to be very clear that they want an agency to do it. They can't make it up out of old laws, which is exactly what they're doing in this instance. And so they're doing something the Supreme Court basically just told them they can't do. So I think it eventually gets struck down. But, you know, how much, uh, how many loans have already go going to have been discharged by that? Are you going to be able to put the toothpaste back in the bottle? And, you know, what are the political consequences, because Democrats may be doing this just to try to get through this election, and then if the court strikes it down, they'll blame the evil Republican judges or whatever, and, you know, they'll have no accountability for doing something that was pretty obviously illegal from the start. We'll keep following it, uh, as always. Way more questions and not enough time. Phil Kirpin, I'll call you, and maybe we can continue this conversation next week. If you've got a little time, I don't have any more time right now. So thank you very much for talking with me this morning. 